0: Alright, Q fake podcast music. Hello and welcome to Michigan Another Mayhem, the show about Michigan. Murder, mysteries, and other random mayhem from around the world. Your hosts are Allie. And Jen. And Allie's cousin Jay. Jay. Hello. Yay. Welcome. Yeah, so I just want to come clean. You could tell your story, Jen, but I'll explain why Jay's here. Jay's here because we did a podcast on Eloise Psychiatric Hospital. And I talked about how my cousin, Jay, used to play in the tunnels as a manly rite of passage and I was wrong because Jay (laughs) used to go to the Northville Psychiatric Tunnels. So my story today is going to be the Northville Psychiatric Hospital and Jay is going to talk about what he used to do and things he saw hanging out in the tunnels.
1: So you know, I talked to one of my friends and their husband went in those tunnels. Didn't make it very far. Okay. Like, got in and then came back out. Okay.
2: I've seen that many times. Yeah. Well, you
0: have a story about a friend who peed their pants there from fear.
2: Never went in. Just got peed his pants and stayed outside while we all went inside. That too. would
0: totally <laughs> be me. Yeah, yeah that I would, would be happen. the one that would never get out of the car. He, I...
2: got, he guarded the entrance. I would have been more afraid <laughs> to be there by myself right? than to walk around in a scary area, but... He he stayed outside and guarded the entrance while we went in and, and
0: uh, looked around. I would have just stayed curled up on the car floor. Like, why get out of the car? <laughs> you know what I'm right. I would have been yeah, Actually, I would have been too chicken to go all together. Yeah, you would have. But
1: what's your story about? My story is from a listener, Scott. Okay. And it's the capture and escape of Isaac Knight. Ooh.
0: Ooh.
1: He actually has a pretty cool name. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. I always thought my last name was cool, but.
0: Yeah, I like King. Knight is cool. Knight is cool. Get I mean, a if I, test I had to, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We need to find a bishop, a queen, yeah,
1: <laughs> somebody with the last name Rook. No, <laughs> right. That's <laughs> great. Paul. So you want to go first? Or you want me to go first? You go first. Me first. You first. All right. So the capture and escape of Isaac Knight in the summer of 1793. Isaac left home. With his four friends, Peter, George, John, and Jacob, they sound like a rock and roll band, know, or like right? a biblical rock band. <laughs> Here we got Peter, Paul. George. <laughs> <laughs> and they um, they left to harvest cane for their cattle. Okay, this is back then. This is when you had to do things like yeah, harvest cane like for your cattle. Actually, work. <laughs>
2: this is when children actually worked. Want to eat? You got to harvest things. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: That's right. Um, good thing I wasn't born back then. Right. I'd be the one screwing off.
0: Right. We'd starve. I wouldn't be able to kill an animal, so my family would be vegetarian.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you could, like, headlock and cap really dies or something. I think I'd
0: learn.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right.
1: The five boys attracted the attention of some traveling Indians. I'm going to pronounce this correctly. Okay. Potawatomi? Oh my gosh! I mentioned them in a
0: podcast that I'm gonna do later. Really? Yeah. And. Potawatomi, right? Okay.
1: Okay. I don't know. <laughs> okay. And the Kickapoos. Yep. Um. So they drew their attention Forward. from them. Really, they're screwing around. They're not. Okay. You know, doing what? Oh, they're so supposed they are being doing. young boys. Yeah, okay. they're being young boys. And so the Indians attack them. Peter was 17 years old. He was shot and killed. Oof. John was seven years old, and he was slain with a tommy hawk. The seven-year-old? Mm-hmm. Dang. Isaac, George, and Jacob were all held captive. Okay. So Isaac, 13 years old at the time, was taken northwest by the, how did you say it? Potawatomi. Pot. Toa told me. what told me. Yeah. Okay. Every time I need to say that, I'll <laughs> point, point to me. you. Yeah. And George and Jacob, which I couldn't figure out how old they were. Okay. Um, were taken to an unknown place. Oh, so they're by all, the other they're, tribe, they're
0: separated. Then. Yep.
1: So they're separated at this point. Okay. Um, so Isaac ended up near Chicago during this time. He had become ill. And it was believed he had become ill because he had just gotten the smallpox vaccination. Okay. And shortly after he was getting... Like back in the day
0: of vaccination, they gave it to you.
1: (laughs) Really? Yeah. I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. So that you would get, like, they gave you, um, I think it was cowpox, so that you didn't get smallpox,
1: I think it was. There's cowpox?
0: Yeah. So they found out these maids who would get cowpox were immune to smallpox, which was killing everybody because it's like a weak form of
1: smallpox, cutpox. Oh. Well, learn something new every day. Yeah. That's um, the whole
2: idea of vaccinations came from that.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Mm-hmm. So they, he got better, okay. but then the tribe started to die. Got oh, sick and die. okay. Yeah. Oops. So their, their numbers dwindled, and one day the tribe went to a trading post on Lake Michigan, where um, Isaac escapes. Okay. Finds a captain of a barge, convinces him to hide him and take him to safety. Okay. And the captain did. He took him to Detroit. Oh, is that safe? Maybe back in the 1700s. Yeah, maybe. (laughs) And so from Detroit, he left with a group of soldiers who... Traveled with him south back to his home, which was south of the Ohio River. Okay, in Still Kentucky. In, okay, in Kentucky. in Kentucky. Okay, so this whole process from capture to coming back home was anywhere from two to three years. And he took his revenge by killing the tribe with his smallpox. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, kind of. Yeah, like kidnap me, that's fine, but I'm wiping you guys out. Yeah, wipe, well, yeah, wiped out most of them. Um, come to find out when he got home the other two boys george and jacob had escaped arrived home about a year before he did Oh, okay so and after that he you know became an adult he relocated to indiana where he established a township okay and published a book about his experience and a tribute to him was put up in evansville indiana nice oh, a nice little stone
0: oh that's really cool but i'm surprised like three kids get kidnapped and they all make it back yeah i know two ahead of one yeah mm-hmm. a year later and the other guy shows up two years later yeah his family thought he died yeah which i would too at that totally point me i would think that I mean, <laughs> so, yeah. they are not coming back <laughs> yeah not a lot of kids kidnapped by indians come back you know yeah. what i mean but so, all, these kids i guess were pretty clever or crafty not a lot
2: of kids kidnapped come back yeah, yeah,
1: that's for sure. Mm-hmm.
2: Scary.
0: Oh yeah.
1: That is good. So I have a more modern tale. I was proud of myself cuz it yeah. didn't have any murder. Oh real. my god. I, I mean right. two kids, but I mean well, no. Well, two kids in a tribe. So
2: finally we get some other mayhem.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> some other mayhem finally. Yeah,
1: I yeah, uh, actually don't do I don't really do
0: murder either. I do some psychiatric. Well, med- I, oh, actually I do talk about a man that um dies of neglect in the
1: hospital. That's uh, murder. That yeah. is murder. That's murder. You talked about dinosaurs.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah, you did. Yeah. That
1: that's that's was this week when we heard that. Yeah. yeah. We don't have
0: dinosaurs in Michigan. Why not? I mean, I know why, but still. Yeah. I mean, we had dinosaurs, Good. just not proof.
1: <laughs> All right, what you got?
0: Okay, so I have Northville Psychiatric Hospital, which is located in Northville, Michigan on Seven Mile Road. It opened on January 1st, 1952 as a response to Michigan's issue with aging and overcrowded mental hospitals. Remember that um, Eloise had declined by 1939 and had problems with overcrowding and rumors of abuse? Yeah. They were (laughs) rumors. Yeah, I know, like people being abused. (laughs) Yes. The hospital um, was already used to take care of, and I will quote, feeble children, end quote. And that's a large umbrella term that covered a lot of what was considered mental deficiencies. I should have also quoted that anything from depression to epilepsy to down syndrome hmm. so basically children not born perfect holding so and then i'm like what happened to these kids it doesn't say in the article and i look for like four or five did you they go to another hospital like where did you put the feeble children when you made a mental hospital i could not find out i searched for like a, maybe they stayed there 30 minutes maybe yeah I didn't, yeah i just couldn't find out anything about the kids after that So, holding with the theme that more is better for mental hospitals, the hospital consisted of 453 acres of land and 20 buildings. The land includes large swaths of wooded areas. Different wards held patients with similar psychological problems, which is a step up from the Eloise process of putting everyone in one room, right? So... Moving up. Yeah, depressed people go together, etc. I wrote down... I think this is supposed to be a, a bougie mental hospital... Because, okay, so Eloise was for poor people, and it was even called the Poor House, the County poorhouse. Yep. This was supposed to be for rich people, and you'll be able to figure out why when I tell you about the amenities. You'll see the difference. Kay. Okay. Okay. Yeah, there's
2: some cool stuff there for sure. Oh, yeah.
0: Um, I bet you it was even cooler when it was working. Oh, yeah. When
2: it <laughs> hadn't been hit by vandals for 20 years. Yeah, then. exactly. <laughs>
0: um, the ward buildings are arranged around a main eight-floor tower. The Northville Psychiatric Hospital has its own steam plant that powered their own laundry, kitchen, gymnasium, movie theater, swimming pool, bowling alley, barber shop, beauty shop, photography studio, exercise room. Oh hold on, a photography studio. Yeah. Yes. This is where, I feel like this is where rich people who might, you know, suffer from depression go when they feel bad or something.
2: That swimming pool was indoor and Olympic size, by the way. Yes. I've been inside that pool. Have you seen (laughs) it? Yeah. Yeah.
0: At one point, patients were sleeping in there, though. Everything goes downhill. (laughs) Just so you know, always. Um, Exercise room, massage room, steam room, hydrotherapy room, post office,
1: dentist office, and of course, a morgue. Okay. Yeah. If you have all this stuff, obviously, yeah. you're going to feel better. I mean, I'm not going to be depressed. I can watch any movie I want. Yeah. There. You have a movie theater? Get my hair done?
0: A massage room. I would show up every day, <laughs> repeatedly throughout uh, the day. If I'm
2: thinking of the right place, the movie yeah. theater actually had, like, a balcony. Oh, did it? It was, yeah. Wow. You can go make out in the place balcony, like huge. the old days? Place was huge. Oh, yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I do do a link to a couple of pictures, but they don't look that great because... It's even more years since you went, and worse things have happened. It's Um, all
2: gone now, most of it, anyway.
0: Oh, yeah. Especially at the beginning of this year, they really started tearing down the buildings.
1: What well, are they doing? There's a
2: subdivision where in yeah. a lot of the buildings where I used to go. Oh, they, it's yeah. all tore down.
0: Oh, mm-hmm.
1: see, no, I'm not living there. Yeah, I know. Like I'm not buying a house. They're there. doing the it to the other they Don't know
0: what was there before. Yeah. <laughs> well, we can tell them.
1: Are <laughs> <laughs> you, you going to go out and pass out flyers? Did you know that you? No. Yeah. <laughs> there could be a dead body buried under your home.
0: Right. It's Northville. They want to live in Northville.
1: Yeah, yeah. Northville's
0: a fancy. That's why I thought it was a bougie hospital to bougie area. Okay. The power plant um, supplied the electricity and heat through the underground tunnels that were built to connect the different buildings, hence the tunnels that you have. Yeah. They were uh, for the steam pipes and to get patients in and out and around during inclement weather. So you don't have to go outside in a blizzard. You just go into a tunnel and walk to the
2: yeah, next. Yeah, with this best-wrapped uh, yeah. uh, steam pipes right next yeah. to your head. Yeah, oh, exactly. Nice. Yeah,
0: because back in the day, that's how we it's did. It's amazing I'm still alive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> right? The hospital worked with music therapy playing instruments and putting on plays. Residents of the hospital could study mechanics or home economics and also worked in the hospital facilities and on the grounds. So you could, like, work there to keep yourself busy. Okay. Yeah.
1: Is this, like, long-term stay? Yeah. Or are these people are here... For a while, and they leave. Some of them both. are
2: supposed to leave, and then some of them are there permanently.
1: Permanently, Yeah, okay. it's a little bit of both. Some people are in care for
0: years, and some people are just there for a couple weeks. Okay. In the early days, everything was going well, but by the 1970s, decrease in funding from the reception, reception, yeah, because we had a big old party in the 70s. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Get down, people. No, I meant recession. <laughs> From the recession of the 70s and now overcrowding was also happening at this hospital. It was treating about 1,000 patients in buildings designed to hold 650 people. They had patients sleeping in the gymnasium as a waiting room. Uh, In the 70s and 80s, patients were no longer given activities to do anymore besides watching television. So, yeah, all those things that we mentioned with the massage therapy, the hydrotherapy, all gone. It's all gone. Now they're just using the rooms as patient rooms. Further funding decreases by the 1980s due to federal policies, and the investigative reports start rolling in. I mean, people are aware that it's not just shady at Eloise, it's shady at Northville, too. Patients were also forced to sleep in hallways and not waiting room style anymore, like, that's your room now, that side of the hallway, that portion of the wall, or whatever's your new room. They were often doped up on large doses of psychiatric drugs. Patients were tied to beds and left for days. Nurses and staff stayed at their station unless they had to leave for meals, bedtime, or to break up fights. Literally, that's what it said, the three reasons that they left for. There was very little to none being done for the patients as far as therapeutic treatment goes. It was described as a human warehouse and not a hospital. Behaviors that were common on the wards were assault, theft, racism, neglect, and rape. Patients died after being assaulted by other patients. Patients died after scuffling with staff. One report said many doctors were foreign-born and that it created some cultural misunderstandings. But I was like, with assault, rape, dying, yeah. being considered common in the hospital, I think that's like a grain of sand against a mountain of other problems. Like, Andy, he has an accent, or whatever. Like, <laughs> she's getting raped, or whatever. I'm sure she has bigger problems, but you know?
2: being offended by next to nothing nowadays. Yeah, exactly,
0: yeah. yeah. Apparently we had snowflakes then, too. I don't know. Yeah, right. One report said patients were, quote, chain-smoking and watching TV- and I thought, like, that's a bad thing. There's times I did that voluntarily in the 1990s, <laughs> <laughs> like Just chain smoking and watch well, TV. Well, what else are they gonna do? I know. That's. I mean, yeah, They what you literally had to do when
2: you're bored.
1: Yeah, well, they literally <laughs>
0: had nothing to do. There were no activities. Yeah, all well, got do? taken away. Yeah, I'm gonna chain smoke and watch TV. Um, patients were often over-medicated, um, probably because the pleasant atmosphere the patients were forced to live in, and I do mean pleasant sarcastically, they were known for often escaping the hospital, and it wasn't uncommon to see a patient wandering Northville. I'm like, that had to outrage the rich people that live there. I bet. It became more common when they closed the hospital, too. Oh, I bet. When people were just, like, ushered out.
1: So, Northville's always been a real... Nice area. Nice area. Yeah, as far as I know. Yeah. Yeah, As
0: far as I know, as well. Hmm. So I read in court documents from 1983, in which a man sued the hospital for the death of his father, citing deliberate indifference to his medical needs and a violation of patient rights. I read the appeal because the original judgment was in the hospital's favor. The documents address person by person each caretaker's responsibility and lack of care. At the end of the document, it does find certain members guilty and other staff members innocent. So they'll be like, nurse, blah, 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 was found innocent. Dr. Blah, 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 was found guilty of. And that's how the document went. The part that really got me is where the doctors acknowledge that the patient is dying. So they say in the records, we think he's dying, but we don't have the medicine or the equipment that we need to take care of him. And so they, he dies. Um, The patient had been overheating due to lack of air conditioning, and his bed was situated over the steam pipes. So it's summer, he's overheating, he, his heart meds aren't good, and they were over-medicating him. He had known heart issues, aggravated by high doses of psychiatric medicine. Unsurprisingly, attendance at the hospital began to drop as, after further exposés. By 2002, the state announced that they would close the hospital in a year. There were only a couple hundred patients in the building. The building themselves needed major repairs, and they were closed by May 2003, all Northville Psychiatric Hospital buildings. I wrote, why are people still interested in the abandoned hospital? They think it's haunted. Since the hospital closed, people who explore the empty buildings talk about hearing ethereal voices, footsteps, or rattling change, chains. They also mention feelings of being touched. The building looks like a scene out of a horror movie, and I, will, I do provide a, a link. It really does look like this is where it's a horror just the movie main should be. building, though. Yeah, just the main building where the auditorium is and stuff is what's
1: left. The rest See, of
2: it looks like an abandoned small city oh
1: yeah so you were in there oh. no noises no nothing you didn't feel yeah, well, anything you could, you could
2: hear chains rattling but it was somebody else that was down there rattling the chains that were hanging off the pipes I mean, uh, was, yeah like another person <laughs> down I mean, there it was me okay. <laughs> messing with my friends you right know.
0: the woods around the house and hospital have been dubbed evil woods quote unquote by locals they began tearing down the buildings in spring of 2018 they began really going at some of the buildings and this is our. and here's where i talk about jay being in the tunnels and me being wrong but why (laughs) but why are the woods evil they just think that the whole area is tainted
2: from the abuse and the wandering
0: patients when
2: you're going to a place like that it's creepy as hell i mean the idea that you're going to be going into this place where all these things happen and it's abandoned and it's it's crushed and messed up Mm -hmm. um just People, walking up to it is yeah. nerve wracking, so you do feel, you know. I mean, I, I guess what you would feel if you think you were going to somewhere where there's gonna be ghosts.
0: Yeah, all um, oh, right, like trepidation. I mean,
2: after <laughs> you know, I went there the first time when I was 12 years old, and, and then okay. that was with a, a co- older cousin that, that could drive and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but after that, um, I didn't go back for several years, and I went back when I was like 17, and we started going on a regular basis. Is that when I've someone kind of probably peed been their there a hundred times. No, when the first one was was 12. Oh, it was when you had the pee the back The other down. cousin that was with me, he, yeah. he he lost his stuff. He was just a couple years older than me.
0: Okay. Uh, so
1: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> He's older than you? Yeah. And you weren't scared? You went in? Oh, he was scared. He I was scared him out himself. of my mind,
2: but the <laughs> idea of staying outside um, it, by myself in the woods while they were inside and not being able to know what's going on mm-hmm. with them was a lot scarier to me than going into the, uh, an old abandoned place. Yeah, you know? that's true. And... I ended up going back the following day during the day with the same cousin that took us that night and it's a whole lot less scary during the day it's just like just walking a, in an abandoned part yeah. of Detroit almost you know yeah. like where you're you know it's not the most comfortable place in the world but it's yeah. certainly not
0: terrifying
2: yeah I mean it's the old smashed up buildings um, but it's neat. Yeah, you know, there's no glass in any of the windows. Did you tell was. me at
0: one point you guys were exploring and you went into a closet and found a ladder?
2: Yeah, there was a. a I want to say the building was four stories or three stories tall, and you'd go up the stairs and get to the top floor. One of the rooms had in the corner had a closet. That inside the closet there was a ladder, and you could go up on the roof of the building and, and look around. And
1: oh
2: wow! And you, it was always like thousands of empty beer bottles up there. This, <laughs> kids went to go have beers and yeah. You know, it was, it was, Do kids
0: stuff?
1: Yeah, yeah. Did it look like so they just picked up and left? There was still like beds there. there and everything. No, there was.
2: I mean, I never really saw beds. There was busted frames, mm-hmm. um, lots of messed up chairs. There was none of the chairs there you could sit on anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, they there took, was the, the, the took swimming that. pool that you were talking about. <laughs> yeah. Like I said, was indoor Olympic size, and mm-hmm. the whole bottom of it was filled with broken glass chairs. Oh. Mm. Uh, ceiling tiles that had come down. Oh, that makes sense. You know, so it was uh, there was graffiti every square inch of the walls. In there, had somebody's yeah, name. Imagine. People marked their their spot. You know. Yeah. Well, I think I one of here. the
0: yeah one of the scary things where people are people like death was here and that people write scary things. Which and oh. during the day it's not too scary, but at night when it says like turn around, only death is here, it's like oh shit.
2: It <laughs> was an underground building that we went into, and somebody told me it was a water reservoir, but I you know i don't know what to believe that i heard Right. but if you were it was cement big giant cement building that was only like waist high you can but when you went down inside it was uh-huh. 12 14 feet high ceilings okay and mm. um, and it looked like an indoor parking garage it was completely empty inside it, was, it echoed like crazy wow. and people wrote all these like fake satanistic stuff and they had pentagrams <gasps> on Probably the ground the Satan- melted uh yeah. Melted candles. Satanic and, um, and panic of the 80s Good took man. place you in you Northville. <laughs> you would go there and hide on the far side of the building and you wait for somebody to climb down in there, you know, because there was always a lot of people in there walking around. And then you'd go up to the top of the thing and if you jumped on the roof, yeah. it made this thundering echo down, and it scared the hell out of people. Oh. It was hilarious. It
1: <laughs> <laughs> so was, out running. That was yeah. kind,
2: of, kind of part of it, you know, and then you'd meet them and, you know, hang out and have a beer with them or whatever, you know. Uh, oh, that's cool. You know, um yeah, we went there for a lot of years, and one little was, was thing I'm bummed out I don't get to take my kids to see it. Right. <laughs> what was the gone. last year you went? Oh, jeez. I want to say I was um, 23, maybe 24. Or so 20
1: so something years ago, 20 yeah. years ago.
2: Yeah, yeah, 22 years ago.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, wow. Man. So did somebody buy the hospital? I
0: couldn't. A uh,
2: Builder built. Built uh, subdivisions so and built One is... big area of it Anyway Yeah, yeah because
0: you know it has, It's like 435 acres Well so it's kind of split big up Big houses too. Yeah so like One portion was Taken down Well this spring They started taking down The main buildings Oh okay Yeah huh. That main building huge Did you find any Patients belongings Jen was going to ask that okay. We
2: uh We found some paperwork <laughs> But it was You know It had been subject To weather and Oh yeah You couldn't people. really tell What it was saying Plus it was jargon <laughs> you know
0: well you know. With the new what well, the HIPAA laws that came in in 1999 it, the hospital would have been screwed if they ha- would have had patient information laying around but right. back and when it closed well, actually 2003 it should have been under HIPAA law
2: most of the things that you you found down there were from other people that went there oh okay there thousands of spray can um, cans and you know empty spray cans and you know Did just anything? garbage beer bottles and
0: Anything ever scary ever happened to you? Like, did anybody jump on the roof while you were down there or anything? That's how I learned. <laughs> oh, that's how you learned that huh? Oh, yeah. And, um, yeah. yeah, that was, that was. Uh, that was scary, eh? Yeah. That was, that was, <laughs> we had went there,
2: we, I was there with, uh, well, you know, Colleen and her oh, sister. Yeah. Um, and so we had taken a couple of females for the first time and, and we were showing them the water, what we called the water res- reservoir. Yeah. And, yeah, somebody jumped on the roof of it and made the echoing sound. Um, held it together long enough to look up and see through a <laughs> hole that there was a person up there laughing, and, and then I pretended that I didn't see him to scare him. <laughs> <the other one. laughs> Yeah, I was kind of a jerk. Yeah, it was. You know, Trying to get
0: girls to clean to you fine. back in the day. That's what you did. We had been there so
2: so many times that it stopped being scary. The the, the scariest thing was, are the cops going to see us here? Because you we really weren't supposed to be there. Yeah. And um,
0: oh, now they are—they're super big. If you look up the hospital, they will talk about how they're taking the buildings down and that you will get fined and possible jail time if they get you on the grounds. I
2: thought the coolest thing about it was you entered on like the was the northwest corner of. Um, of Sheldon Road you, you there was a hatch next to an old smashed up building that you could go down and then you'd go about 300 yards um, east and then you'd go downstairs about 40 stairs in this tunnel Dang. with all these pipes and then you'd go across and you'd actually be crossing underneath Sheldon Road
0: Oh And no then, way. then you'd
2: come back up the stairs and you'd enter into a, you'd come out in a building that was on the other side with trees all around you. So you couldn't be seen, you know, yeah. walking around in, the, in that big area.
0: Oh, that's super and cool.
2: Yeah. But that, going down all those stairs when you're underground like that, it was really a weird, weird vibe. Yeah, that.
0: that'd be scary. You're already underground and then you're going further. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know? That's weird. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and you're in a tunnel. Yeah. Which yeah. is already inherently
2: scary. Yeah. yeah with like I said, big giant asbestos covered pipes next to you and rusty, you know, chains. hangers and chains and yeah, it was bizarre. It eh. was, but it was, you know, surreal too. It was, it was fun to do.
1: Yeah. So yeah. they had an escape route out of the hospital. Yeah. I mean, yeah, but down, I mean, when down, you're in a tunnel, and back up. Um,
2: you know, you feel like if something happens, there's only two ways to go, <laughs> where you came from and where you were going <coughs> to. <Yeah. And coughs> that's
1: it's, true. It's,
2: it's kind of creepy, you know, mm-hmm. that way.
0: That kind of stuff always scared me because if someone's running at you, all you can do is turn around and run back the other way. It's like
2: you said about not going into a basement. Yeah. <laughs> you oh, don't yeah. want to yeah. run into a tunnel. Yeah, when there's a chased. serial
0: killer, yeah, don't run into your basement. It's so hard to get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's great. And any other stories you want to impart? I mean, other than...
2: Um, you know, there was there was just a lot of neat stuff. There was a bell tower that you could climb up in, and with binoculars you could see the Renaissance Center from up there. Oh, that's cool. You know, that um, is
0: super cool. It's from the top of the bell tower. Yeah. Could you actually ring the bell, or was there still a no, bell there? No, there was no bell there. Oh, they took the bell and
2: out. And it really was like when you were up there, you could feel the building kind of sway. swaying. Oh, wow. And <laughs> it, it was one of those you do it once. Yeah. <laughs> you're,
0: you're, you're never doing your it Your friends again. go with
2: you and you you're say, like, hey, you go ahead and check it out. I'm going to stay here. Yeah, you're like,
0: there's the run, Let's get down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I did
2: it once and I never climbed back up there again because the whole time I was just yeah, white knuckled holding on to the, it was a spiral, metal st- spiral staircase and yeah. I held on to that thing with everything I had. <laughs> yeah. oh, like oh, yeah. if like, they like holding on both... to it was going to help me. Somehow yeah. If it collapsed. <laughs> <laughs>
0: the staircase is gonna save me. Right, right? <laughs> yeah. That's great. All right. But yeah, I
2: actually went there with my dad.
0: Did you? Um, did yeah. he? Did he go into the tunnels?
2: Yeah, he had went with the cousin I had told you about, yeah. and didn't know that you I went when I there? was twelve. Yeah. And then I, by the time I was like eighteen, they were all planning an excursion on Halloween night. Okay. And so a couple of my buddies and I took off and went early. And tried to scare them when they got there. We knew where they were going to be entering in, oh. and um, it didn't really work out. They, 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 they weren't afraid of us. So. <laughs> oh, yeah. But oh, uh, you know, we ended up hanging out there, and, and some people that my dad and I worked together at the time, some people that we worked with, showed up there. Have you guys had like a scare whole us. party? Oh, there was 14 of us, I believe, down there hanging out, and just checking it out.
1: No way. Have yeah. you ever were you ever on the grounds, and the cops did show up, and you had to hide?
2: One time we were on the opposite side of Sheldon Road where there was only just a couple of buildings in the hatch to enter and the police came and they saw us, but we ran and kind of got behind a bush and the cops stayed in that area for like three hours just driving their car around in a circle and we just sat in that bush until (laughs) they finally said screw it and drove away and and then we ran back to our car and we had to park. At a hotel nearby mm-hmm. um, to to escape. You know? yeah. <laughs> Other than that, we were never approached by police or never really even saw them. Wow! The one time
1: we—that's lucky. You know, we, yeah, yeah. That,
2: that's, and we always were worried that this is going to be the time when our luck runs out. But
1: oh yeah, you know. yeah. But
0: you had the um, you know youth, danger field, everybody, <laughs> kids, you know. Yeah,
2: young and dumb. Take risks for sure.
0: Yeah. <laughs> All right, you guys have been listening to Michigan Another Mayhem with Allie. And Jen. And Jay. There we go. Connect with us at michigananothermayhem.com to join the conversation, listen to the podcast, access the show notes, find site links, and correct us when necessary. Rate and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or Google Play. Bye-bye now.